UX Podcast Episode 78. Hi, and welcome to UX Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm James Roy Lawson. And I'm Pat Axbom. And we're balancing business technology and users every other Friday from Stockholm, Sweden. Today, we're experimenting a little. We have some crazy stuff lined up. <laughs> we have guests, but we have no idea who they are. We have no guests, but we have guests. <laughs> this could crash and burn or could be <laughs> awesome. Uh, I love it. We're going to do a, it's basically we're going to do a radio phone in. We're going to open ourselves up live and ask you, the listeners, to ring in. Well, not live now, because we're recording this to yeah. put together. We're using that term loosely, live. We are. Mm. It's live for us. Yeah, it is. We're living. We're talking to people yeah. instantly. Yeah, in real time. Yeah. It's live. So we'll just tweet the link to a closed area. We're using a tool called uh, Appear In. Yeah. And people will actually see us on screen and be able to talk to us, and we'll record that talk and... Uh, We'll see how it goes if anybody calls in and... We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's press the button. Uh-oh. Open. Here goes the tweet. Yep. Fire away. I think this is a good idea, Pi. <laughs> it's a good idea, but it's not, not somebody's joining us. Oh, and he, they left as soon as they saw us, our faces. No, seriously. Yeah. That is really chat roulette. <laughs> you just click a link in your feed and you all of a sudden you're in a, inside a video chat. Or is that scary? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't him. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. Hi, Pat. <laughs> How are you doing? Hi there. I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> I recognize that building. Yeah, show us around. That looks like Valtech. <laughs> yeah, it is Valtech. <laughs> nice. What are you doing here? What is this? Nice, nice <laughs> to have you on the um, on the show. Mm. We're 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 doing a, um, a, a listener phone in. Um, cool. So mm. we thought we'd just ask around if people can join us and quickly in a couple of minutes just share a UX story. Um. Can be good, can be bad, as in good, good UX stories, it's good experience or a bad experience. Um, so just for the listeners, state your ra- name, rank and number and uh, what you work with. Yeah. <laughs> um, my name is Edward. I work at Baltic as an adjunct. Yes. And I recently got back from Baltic uh, in Germany. So I'm just thrown into uh, to new, uh, new experiences here. Yeah. Okay, and, cool. Uh, you want me to talk about a problem or that I had recently, or yeah, perfect. Yeah. If you have one, share a story. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> uh, interesting. Um, <laughs> no, but what I can say is that um, about the good stuff that we're doing here in Sweden, I keep on showing people in Germany like our bank apps. I use the SCB app, bagging up uh, money through different accounts and so on. And, that's really blowing people's mind and thinking like, whoa, can you actually do that? And then just a thing like the, the bank 
bank ID application that we got here in Sweden is yeah. also really, really awesome. Yeah, it's really good. And yeah, that's just impressive to, to, to the Germans at least. <laughs> so what you're saying, we, we seem to be ahead of, of the rest of the world in Sweden when it comes to <laughs> UX design. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but, uh, I would say Germany at least, or Germany banking sector, I would, yeah. I would really... Would really say, yeah. The banking sector is interesting. I was just uh, at a meeting at Scandia Bank in, on Monday uh, talking about their app because I was really disappointed by their last update. And uh, they were really keen to listen on, on the ideas they had for improvement, uh, which is interesting in itself that they actually invite people to their office, to, to their headquarters in their office, uh, when I criticized them on Twitter and said, come <laughs> along and, and visit with us and tell us your problems and what you, what's, uh, why you don't like the app. I was, I was a bit grumpy though because I wanted to come along. <laughs> so, this is um there's i think we've it's a good point that bank apps i think it's some great stuff but we're um we, we've got high expectations we do um and, and as swedes we do yeah, yeah. and um <laughs> the banks have got quite low um uh, opinions mm. I mean, as in the banks themselves are quite low, low rated when it comes mm. to our trust not trusting them but mm. our, our confidence that they're yeah. going to do something that's usable yeah but I don't think everybody knows what uh, bank ID, what bank ID is. What you mentioned before, and uh, I, I guess the way to explain that is that you can actually have a secure login via your iPhone, which will allow you full access to your bank account and transfer and, and pay your bills and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really convenient. It just switches through the apps, and then boom, you're logged in, and you mm. can start transferring money to to anybody pretty much. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. Um, but I mean, it, do you think it has to do with the feedback loop in the banking industry that you you have just you still locked up with these big banks and releases and have to? Why do you think that is? Um, the banks banks are very quick to um, um, fall back on the "we're a bank" um, excuse and the legalese and all the rest of it. Um, so that slows everything down an awful lot. You'd like them to be more agile, but it's 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 a big mm. jump. But um, I think, oh, that that was enough, actually. That was yeah. a good chat. Um, a little bit of insight there into what you're doing. Thank you um, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining <laughs> us. We're going to try and um, get a few people um, onto this show uh, to share Can I throw in just one, one last comment? Go I actually it. read a tweet today that said, uh, like, people born today may never walk into a bank. Just for... Yep. Excellent. I think that's yeah. true. <laughs> okay. See you guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> We had our first listener calling in. Awesome. Well, we don't even know if he's a listener. We didn't ask him that. He just clicked the link on Twitter and gave us some feedback and a good story there. Just coming back from Germany. I love that. Yeah. And so we had our first caller. Let's go for three more at least. Oh, have you ever felt this much like a proper radio DJ? <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. We need a producer to come here and um, speak in our ears and tell us who's next. Uh, caller on line two. Hello, Hello Mr. Martin. <laughs> hey, crazy people. What are you up to? We're recording a podcast. As always. Right now. Right Is now. it live? Right, right now. now. No. Well, it's, we're, it's live we're, for us. We're, we're, we're talking live. You're talking live, yeah. But sure. we're recording, uh, as always. Slight lag, though, so it's not really live, but sure. Yeah, the sound isn't perfect, but it's good enough. It's, but it's in the true tradition of a, of a listener phone-in. Yeah. Um, you could you know. just as easily be in a car on a highway. Yeah. Pulling over to the uh, side, of course, to, yeah. to pause and talk. But I'm not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, tell us, who are you? What do you do? 
<laughs> I'm uh, Martin Christensen. I'm I like to call myself a user researcher right now because that's basically what I do all day: meet people and interview people. Yeah. And, and you've been, and you've been a guest on the show before. I have, I have, and I was ranting about agile UX, I think, or something. That's like unlike that. you. Most probably, <laughs> most probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. But that's cool. UX researcher. So a lot of people in UX don't do a lot of research the way I look at it. Uh, most of the people I talk to, they want to do more research, but it seems that you get to do a lot of research. How is that? I make sure I, I do a lot of research. Uh, my magic trick is uh, when a client, I'm a consultant, when a client uh, uh, says that I design this, I say I can't design anything before I met a user or two or 15 or a similar. And they all always fall for it. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks. So. Nice. So what types of challenges are you facing right now? Uh, a very different kinds of people actually in different kinds of, in, di in different countries, different cultures. Uh, and uh, uh, so far I've only met Swedish people, but I know that other users are out there so i'm trying to yeah at this very moment i'm facing a particular challenge actually i Excellent. did my first spam spam session the other day i sent out 1200 emails Ooh. deliberately or not sorry deliberately or by accident uh, it was it was by uh, by design okay no, just just <laughs> checking I've, I've spammed a few times accidentally as well as deliberately uh, so now i have a lot of data to uh, wade through. So that's my specific challenge, yeah. Mm. The, the, the cultural thing is a, is a, is a big one. Um, yeah. We talked about that recently too, that it's, um, it's mind-bogglingly complex when you get down to the nitty-gritty of, of cultural differences and cultural behavioral, behavioral differences or, the, or, or cognitive differences. I mean, we're, we're all, they're all wired slightly differently, although we're wired the same. Yeah, a part of uh, having people in different cultures having different kinds of experiences, like if they're a beginner with a tool that you're testing or, or if they're total experts. I mean, that's really hard to discern if, uh, if I meet five Spanish people and they all uh, get along well with the tool. Are they experienced or are they just, does it fit them better? Mm. I have no idea. I have to sample enough people. In exactly areas mm. you'd have to you'd have to have the well i suppose your hypothesis there would be um spanish people do actually understand so then you'd retest <laughs> with more spaniards to prove yeah, or disprove then, your then hypothesis in, invalidate that as... exactly move on to another yeah. hypothesis. So you just create more work for yourself all yeah. the time so yeah now i understand why you're doing use, use research all day yeah <laughs> good consultant there well <laughs> So, and and I guess the same goes with the problem you have with sending all, out all these emails is that maybe you got more responses than you thought, and now you have to wade through all that. Well, you have so much more work to do, actually. I guess. Yeah, mm. yeah. I do, and and <laughs> and I don't really know know these people, so I try to set up short meetings with them as soon as possible, so I can kind of uh, now do some kind of a late screener so i'm i'm sure that they are the persons i want to talk with okay a, ret a retrospective screener yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly wow the, um, that's what you need to do if you don't do everything perfect the first time 
That's the thing with um, <laughs> well, the, the uh, analy- analysis and research afterwards. What is it? General rule, about four times mm. takes four times as long as the interview in the first place. Mm. Something like yeah. that. But I'm I'm usually doing <clears throat> sort of more uh, sloppy kind of analysis because otherwise it will take way too much time, mm. way too much uh, resources to mm. yeah, and way way too much analysis. I mean you you overanalyze. Um, I'm trying to combine combine a gut feeling with some some data. Yeah. And you need to produce something so that you can test the next iteration, actually. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Get something out there to test. Yeah. I'm still a bit surprised that I'm, that I'm on this. I mean, you just tweeted me and said, get in. And all right. <laughs> okay. I obey. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, we're that's just, the way it works. Yeah, that's how it works. We're this just, was a fun format, actually. Yeah, we're just playing a little bit today and having some fun. Uh, it's, yeah. it's kind of scary just seeing our faces and realizing that, oh my God, I'm on the radio. Yeah, I think that's... <laughs> That's been a bit scary for people. I, th- I think it's the mics. I think it's definitely the mics. Okay. They're okay. so dead professional and serious. It's the illusion we're, um, <laughs> we're throwing out there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the headphones takes it down a little bit. So, oh, uh, but yeah. Headphones yeah. are crazy. Great. Thank you very much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for joining us, Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Martin. Yeah. Have Bye-bye. a nice... See ya. Whatever. Summer. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Oh, thanks oh. for joining us. Hello. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was a bit late in on the conversation there because I, I <laughs> yeah. took a break. <laughs> yeah. I won't, yeah, no, I I won't just, say where uh, you were. No. I just spotted your uh, your tweet there. I'm, uh, I'm sitting in... Uh, Today, a sunny Norrköping in Sweden. Excellent. All right. Yes. Yes. So state your name and uh, what you work with. And uh, if you're a listener to UX Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually a uh, fairly, fairly long time, fairly regular listener. Um, and my name is Ulla Carlson. Work as a, what should we say, mainly front-end developer. But... Uh, All right. Yeah. Also with, uh, yeah, a bit of backend stuff as well. But over the probably over the last couple of years or so, I started slowly moving, or well, moving more and more towards front end and and UX kind of related stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, it's probably. Uh, I'd like to do more and more UX, but it, it's kind of hard to get into to some way i find when if you don't have a i don't know coming from a technical background and not having a uh, yeah having a that kind of ux background and, and formal training and whatnot mm. so at the moment i'm kind of yeah trying to come up with ways of, of gravitating that way but I think that is a challenge we've talked about in previous shows with the whole definition of UX and, and what it means to different people. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's more often it's more of a feeling of this is yeah. UX. So packaging that and then um, making it understood to potential clients is yeah. is a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and I have gotten as far that I've been kind of trying to be involved in, you know, when we do projects that I'm involved in the 
in the UX side a bit with talking to the clients, you know, creating personas and whatnot for whatever we're doing and, and so on and trying to more, uh, yeah, get the client thinking more from the user's perspective rather than just their own perspective and, and so on. Uh, but again, coming from from the technical side of things, you know, often, often if you work in a team, it, the the UX bit more falls on the on the design people in the right. team. So, um, so yeah. Well, then, but with you being more willing to come into the UX side of things, um, I mean that that must enhance your ability to work with you know the the, the UXers and the designers and the ideas at the other side. Um, have you noticed that yourself? Yeah, no, I, I, I do think so. And, and I do find myself often, and especially, I guess, being the like the front-end developer, quite often I, I do often work quite closely with mm. the designers and and I do find myself quite often in a some kind of inofficial role where I, you know, sit kind of in between you know because i understand have some understanding of the design side but i also understand the technical side you know in fact, sitting somewhere yeah. in the middle it seems that to me i mean you're you're wanting to become more of a uxer and you, the background that you have that's extremely valuable and they should be welcoming that uh, really to the mm. team i think it should sell itself. Yeah. It should really you'll, you'll, you'll be because you you understand aspects of the design, like loading times and the possibilities of what you can do with JavaScript and how you load the JavaScript to make it load faster, stuff like that. That yeah. designers usually don't understand. Yeah. Uh, so or easily skip over. Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> very diplomatic, James. Thank you. Mm. Unusual. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and and I think the. I, I do see a like a, a good future in it, but right now it, I do still feel like there's a bit of a struggle. Like a lot of projects don't fully, you know, understand or or pay attention to the importance of the UX side of things, and so still a bit hard to find projects, I guess, or be involved in projects where where yeah you can get into that side of things mm-hmm. um, but as usual you need the, the mandate and you need people other people to understand the value of what you're yeah. doing and why it makes a difference and exactly. usually the recommendation is try and work in quick wins can you make one small tweak and uh, illustrate how that really improves the user experience and that would be great yeah 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 but do you have any experience that the, th- the things you're working on that they're actually doing user testing as well and gaining insights that way or no, not so far, um, but it, it's yeah, it's definitely something which, mm. like an area, I'd, I'd like to to get more into and, mm. and yeah, find out more about. So from my perspective, it's usually people want to get in to use the testing, but they never do, and they never people don't understand why you have to do it. Mm. And uh, if you really, really want to do it, just my, do it. Yes, do it exactly. And I try to tell yeah. this to a lot of people: just go out and interview three people uh, using video. Uh, using your tool and show that to uh, managers or middle managers or stakeholders or wh- whatever the team lead and, mm. and show what how what they don't understand usually surprises people. And then you see, we could fix what they don't understand by doing this small thing. And all yes. of a sudden, p- 
people will start listening to you. I mean, you, know, you don't even make it that complicated. Mm. You can just go straight out there with a, with a sketch on a piece of paper or, or, or sure. sketch in a cafe and yeah. sketch your idea down to someone, mm. just talk to them about it yes. and get some feedback direct. Mm. I mean, it, it's all mm. about mm. gathering a bit of information to help you yeah. make exactly. better decisions. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, Thank you very much um, for, for ringing in and joining us. Or yeah, videoing so in. I don't even know what you call this when you join us like this. But, uh, That's all right. It's fantastic. It's excellent. We'll yeah. do more of this stuff. Thank yeah. you for calling in. Thanks very much. Keep up the good work. Bye Thank bye. you. Bye. Thanks. Hey, guys. Hey. How are you doing? We're well, doing hello fine. there. How are you doing? Good. You were trying to get in before, right? I was <laughs> before we before we go any further. Yeah. <laughs> who are you and what do you do? Oh, are we live right now? We're live for We're us. recording. Live-ish. Okay, <laughs> uh, Tim Wright from Fresh Tilled Soil and host of The Dirt, Excellent. coming from Boston. Yeah, hi there, Tim, and you've been on the show as well. We've had you're the second caller we've had today who's previously been on the show, which is excellent. I can't believe you agreed to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know when we pushed, uh, we let you into the room who you were. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. So, how are you? Do you like this format? We're trying this out is, for the first time. This is very cool. Is yeah. this? Uh, we can talk about tech stuff yeah. other time. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I think you can tell us a little UX story. Oh, you can tell us a bit about. Um, um, and I've forgotten it already. The name of it. Oh, corkscrew. Corkscrew. Oh, yeah. oh yes. it was there for a second ago. Yeah, corkscrew. We've been. Uh, We've been wanting to build a coded style guide framework for a while, and we finally got a project that allowed us to do it. So we, we put it together. We called it Corkscrew, and we're going to release it probably in the next couple weeks. Uh, it's it's inten- intended to be a communication tool for developers to talk to designers and us to talk to clients and say, here's instead of just handing off a PSD, uh, with styles in it, here's the actual HTML, CSS, and JavaScript for the components for you to build your application. And templatizing it makes it super easy to deliver project to project. Yeah, nice. Is it is it um, intended to be then a, a living tool that the the client can 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 take and run with over the lifetime of the um, of the design, or is it more of a, a project work to project tool for within the the, the initial project? It's the initial project, but you could certainly build onto it easy enough. It's, it has no dependencies. Uh, well, if you want to modify the framework itself, it uses SAS, but beyond that, there's no dependencies, and that was one of the goals. Mm-hmm. You didn't be able to pick it up and drop it on any server and make it work, so there's no, no PHP, Python, or, or anything. It does need to be on a server because we're firing off some AJAX calls, but there's no jQuery. We got support running back to IE8. I thought that okay, was pretty nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We're struggling with that in our project right now. It's, the developers don't want to go back there, but it's just it yeah. has to happen because we're working with like that. that came out of a necessity. Yeah. We uh, we showed it to a client. We delivered a style guide to a client, and they're like, "Oh, I can't get it to work. It just says like corkscrew on it for some reason. What's corkscrew?" <laughs> <laughs> but they come to find out they're using IE8, so then we yeah. went back and, uh, and just added some polyfills to make it work. Nice. It'll, it'll be open source pretty soon. We'll do a, a, a nice write-up on it. There's some decent documentation. It'll be up on GitHub pretty soon. Yeah. I think it's excellent because I've, I've, I've been really pushing for um, you know, a pattern library or, or style guide 
um, in the projects I've been working with mostly this year. And um, a lot of the tools I've looked at have been, they've been too much effort to get on the gra- off the ground and get running in corporate organizations. Um, mm-hmm. and, and something that is kind of more pick up and run, like Corkscrew sounds like it could be, is better. I mean, I'd been considering using um, a, a, like a, a minified wiki, some kind of simple wiki instead for this kind of thing with mm. uh, throwing code into it just to get it done. Um, but um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a look at it when, um, when you... Yeah, we'll, we'll send it out. Anybody listening who wants to check out private beta and can't wait the, the couple of weeks, I'll gladly package up the files and send them over. I think nice. by the time this comes out, it probably will be out there. Yeah. So they can, they can search for... Um, Statement retracted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, since that client reacted the way it did, what is Corkscrew? Why the name Corkscrew? The name Corkscrew came from, because it's, it's usually a final deliverable on a project. So ah. it's like uncorking the wine to celebrate. Ah. I like it. Yeah. There's, there's a little, there's a little uh, Easter egg in, in the meaning for, for anybody who wants to figure it out too. The logo is a duck. The duck, duck holding a, a bottle, a glass of wine. Okay. So if you can figure that out. We'll ponder upon that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to think about that one. I'm just thinking about drunk ducks now, but I don't know. <laughs> Feeding ducks with sleeping pills. There we go. So how's everything going with your podcast? I know James was listening to it on the way over here today. I was. That's why I knew about Coxery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, it's going pretty well. We have uh, interesting guests lined up next week. A gentleman uh, who did Code Anywhere, a cloud coding software. Uh, we, uh, Steve and I just spoke at Future Insights Live in Vegas last week, so we're collecting some guests from that. And we have some, uh, some pretty good stuff coming up. And we, we got great feedback from the crossover show that we did with you guys. Yeah. And I heard yeah. that's the, I, I listened to the other crossover episode you did a couple of weeks ago. It was one I listened to this morning. Yeah. Yep. With fun guys. Yeah. Well, thanks, Tim, for joining us. Yeah, this is a super cool format. You guys should, should do this more. And, yeah, we're, we're, uh, yeah, we think it's really good fun. We're all really in love with it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. excellent. <laughs> Great. Great, thank you. Thanks for joining Bye. us. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, we Oh, yes. And I totally agree with Tim. We should do this more often. This is yeah. fantastic. Well, we've, we've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. I think it's, you know, sitting here and just waiting for someone to kind of join in in the room. Yeah. It's really exciting. It is. Nervous as well. I understand why phone and uh, radio shows are so popular because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Plus we get free content. <laughs> <laughs> but what, um, what we'd like to know is whether was this actually good fun for you guys too because yeah. it was great fun for us um let us know if you think we should do it again mm. um maybe we should do it as a regular thing once a month i don't know i'd like to do that yeah it was um, fun for us so definitely fun for us so if, if you didn't like it then let us know yeah so <laughs> tweet us or email us yeah. um ux podcast at ux podcast.com is our email address mm. um we do even have a phone number somewhere but i can't remember it's on the website. It's on the website. UXpodcast.com is where you can go. And you'll, there you'll find the show notes. If there are any for this one, I have no idea what I'm going to pull out for show notes. Um, we could link to the tool if people want to. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's, um, it's a quick and easy tool for mm. using for conferencing. God, yeah. now suddenly they sponsored the show. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Remember to keep moving. See you on the other side.